nobody wants to follow that, so I'm in between lunch. So when I'm done, shortly after we get to eat. So as has already been said, thank you so much for bringing your kids, um, especially in the world we live in. It is a significantly big deal and an honor for us to be able to spend the week with your kids. Um, and we tried to do everything we could to make sure everyone was safe uh, across the board. And thank you so much. So we really appreciate that. Uh, the theme verse this week was Ephesians 2.10. So this, this could be a little chaos. But for those of you that learned the verse this week, can we try, can you, will you try to all say it together for your mom and dad and the adults? I think it's written down somewhere. Oh, here it is. So can we all say this together? Yeah. Go. We are So that was our, our theme verse for the week. And you can see that all over. Created in Christ, designed for God's purpose. And so many of you have been studying the Bible for years. Maybe some of you have never studied the Bible. But I really want to encourage you, when you study the Bible, to read verses in their context. It's easy to take a verse and say, oh, that's kind of cool, and maybe miss the authorial intent, as scholars call it. And so what I want us to do just for a few minutes today, I won't be long, is look at Ephesians 2, 1 through 10, which obviously the ending is our theme verse. And I think it's really helpful to understand what God is communicating through the Apostle Paul in Ephesians 2, 1 through 10. If you didn't bring a Bible, the Pew Bible I have, I think they're all the same. It's on page 1159. Um, for those of you that maybe have been in church for all, you've probably heard this passage. And, and I really believe, personally, that in these 10 verses, we have the most beautiful, clear, dense picture of salvation in and through the work of Jesus. And this is such an incredible passage. But I will warn you, this passage starts with some bad news. Before we can get to the good news of Jesus Christ, we need to be a little sobered by the bad news. And this is what makes the news so great because of the bad news and the work of Jesus. So um, Ephesians 2, uh, starting in verse 1, the Apostle Paul says this. He's talking to the church at Ephesus. So he's talking to Christians. He says, And you were dead in your trespasses and sins. And once you walked following the course of this world, following the prince and the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience. Verse 3, Among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desire of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. Verse 4, But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised up with Him and seated us with Him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages He might show the immeasurable riches of His grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is a gift of God, 
not a result of works, so that no one can boast. And then our theme verse, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Just want to bring out three things in this passage. Number one, we see some significantly bad news. Number two, we see some even greater good news. And then number three, we see God's purpose for his children, those who are in Christ, those who are in Christians. I have come to believe I was blessed to, I don't know how many VBSs. I've probably literally, I'm 49 years old, I've probably literally been to 49 VBSs, at least. Growing up as a kid, uh, I remember VBS all my life. I'm so thankful that God gave me the opportunity to come to church and come to VBS. But it wasn't until probably 10 years ago that I really realized the significance of what Jesus did on the cross. Because what I didn't really want to come to grips with, and our culture doesn't want to hear the bad news. They don't want to hear the reality of what Paul tells us here. That all of us, before the Lord Jesus intervened, were dead in our sin following the course of this world. And friends, that's the problem with the world today. The problem isn't Washington. It isn't Montpelier. Don't get me wrong. I think there's significant problems there. But the problem is, is people doing what's right in their own eyes, following the course of this world. But God did something. One of the most significant transitions in the Bible is verse 4. But God, who is rich in mercy... Even when we were spiritually dead, He made us alive in Christ. Why? Because He loved us. Our goal is not to be religious. Our goal isn't to be a bunch of holy rollers. But friends, we need to understand and realize the rich grace and love of the Lord Jesus at that cross. And we receive that gift by grace alone, through faith alone. And so I want to make a, a quick appeal to any of you who may not be Christians. Would you consider these sobering words and your need for the Lord Jesus? Would you call upon His name, recognizing, as the kids sang, that, that we're sinners? You may be a little better than your neighbor in your own eyes, but you're still a sinner. We all need the saving work of the Lord Jesus. And it is in His kindness, it is in God's kindness that He sent His Son, the Lord Jesus, to give us new life in His name. And then leading up to our VBS ver verse, He's given us purpose. I've come to realize, raising four children and also my own life, that everyone is looking for purpose. So we, we join a golf league or a whatever. There's all kinds of things that we try to do to find purpose. Not necessarily bad things. But until we find our identity in Christ and our true purpose, we will aimlessly wander to and fro trying to find that next thing that gives us joy. But it is in Christ that we have been given peace. He reconciled us to himself through the work of the Lord Jesus. This passage doesn't tell us everything about the good news of Jesus. Back in chapter 1, Paul says that we have been made right with God through the blood of Jesus. Made forgiveness of sins possible. And so the first and foremost thing I want you to hear that Paul teaches us is that you must come to faith in Jesus. And we would find it 
a privilege if you don't have a church home that you would come be a part of our two imperfect churches that are striving to faithfully point each other to the Lord Jesus. We would love to be a part of your spiritual pilgrimage if you do not have a church home. And also to be reminded as parents and grandparents, we have an incredible privilege to teach our kids these truths. Um, I, I don't want to, I want to be careful if I say this, some of you might be offended, but think of the things that we really push our kids to find purpose in. They're not bad things. Think of, uh, in, I did not find one of these bumper stickers in the parking lot, and I hope you don't have one or I will offend you accidentally. Think of the bumper stickers we have. My kid is an honor student at ABC school. Great. Well, what about helping your kid find their identity in Christ? And what he's called them to do. Eternal purposes. I heard a great story this morning from one of the little boys in, uh, in VBS. His parents and friends were having a bonfire last night. And they just asked this little boy, Hey, what's your VBS birth verse? And he remembered it. Those are the things we're trying to plant in the hearts of our children. And so be really careful, mom and dads, of the things that we show our kids that are value that may actually have no eternal significance. And this is hard. I'm still raising four kids, and, and I want them to fulfill their dreams. They all have different dreams, and I'm excited about the possibilities for them. But let's make sure that we fight to keep Jesus at the center of everything we do. Again, thank you so much for letting us serve your family and your children this week. Um, and we would love to be a part of your spiritual journey if you do not have a church home. Uh, Pastor Aaron would love to talk to you. I would love to talk to you. Any of the red-shirted people would love to talk to you. Let me pray for us. And um, I forgot, is the music next? All right, and then the folks will come back up to sing. Let me pray. Father in heaven, thank you that you have created us for purpose. That if we are in Christ... We have an eternal purpose. So God, I pray for any of my friends in this room that have yet not come to faith in Christ. God, I pray that you would show them the beauty of Christ, the God who is rich in mercy, who loved us so much to send his one and only son to die for us so that we could be forgiven, have new life, have abundant life, and have purpose. So God, may we be laser focused on the Lord Jesus and may our lives count for his kingdom. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.